The ASG Podcast presents... You're listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast. A podcast... A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing... Informing... Educating... Educating... Empowering... 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 Improving the way you do business... Improving the way you do business... Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. That's anything but... Anything but static. In today's episode, we are giving you an exclusive behind-the-scenes glimpse at the Agent Survival Guide and the ASG Podcast as we celebrate 100 episodes of the Agent Survival Guide Podcast. It's ASG 100. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Agent Survival Guide Podcast. Now, technically, you might be saying, Sarah, there are way more than 100 episodes in the podcast feed. And while that technically would be true, this is the 100th official ASG episode, not counting our social media training series, special episodes and trailers, and it's always a great time to celebrate. Not only that, it's an excellent time to talk a little bit about how the podcast started, the amazing people who helped make it all happen, where we're at with the Agent Survival Guide, and what you can expect in the coming year from the site and from the podcast. So to do all of that and make this a very special episode, I sat down with our creative team here at Ritter Insurance Marketing to ask them a few questions about ASG and, of course, what podcasts they listen to. We've got a lot lined up to cover, so let's get right into it. Our podcast was born out of the Agent Survival Guide, which is completely different now from when it originally began. ASG started out life as a newsletter that was emailed out to Ritter Insurance marketing agents every other month. Each issue contained four different articles that all revolved around a similar theme. I believe the first issue I wrote on was our third issue. It was an article on Part D prescription drugs and why the plans are so different. That was back in April of 2016, so over the course of that year, the articles did really well, agents enjoyed having content to read about, and our creative team started thinking, could this newsletter turn into a website? Why launch Agent Survival Guide? I think the original reason for it was to give our agents um, a resource where they could learn about um, certain aspects of the business. Um, yeah, um, again, informing, educating, empowering, um, giving these agents the tools and resources they need to excel in business um, and their sales. It was another way for us to get information out to our agents um, in, a, in a blog format where they could search and pick articles at their leisure that they wanted to read. Um, it was uh, built to educate the agents and keep them informed. It was a way to get fun and creative content out to the agents as well, because not only are there blog posts, but there's also guides and eBooks as well as um, infographics. Um, so it really gave um, the marketing team the time um, it really gave the marketing t- team a platform to use their skills and their talent to um, 
get this information in a fun and creative way to the agents. We kept plugging away on our articles and worked on reimagining our ASG newsletter. And in January 2017, we had a decent amount of content to take that from the newsletter, launch it on the web at agentsurvivalguide.com. Yeah, we kind of had a year-long schedule of content that we wanted to put together to answer certain questions, especially based upon times of year. Um, And so the first season or whole year of it in 2016 was put together to try and um, hit those points and to answer those questions, whether it's um, things specifically related to AEP or MedSup content for outside of the enrollment season, or just things as simple as how do my how do Medicare benefits work with the veterans um, veterans benefits? Um, so just understanding that stuff and um, being able to educate our agents, and then you know putting that out there is is helpful for us. So we launched the site, and at that point, the idea of a podcast had been tossed around. I especially liked the idea. Not only did it seem like a great fit for agents on the go, everyone learns differently. Everyone consumes information differently. We had this huge library of information for agents to read, and we had started making videos, but what about something a little more portable? A podcast seemed like the ideal solution for our agents to be able to take all of that content with them and still consume it on their own schedule. So I suppose this is the part where I need to get into my background a little bit as to why I'm the voice you're hearing on this podcast and not someone else. Interestingly enough, I went to college for professional writing. My BA is in professional writing with a minor in public relations. And when it was time to find an internship, I was lucky enough to find one in a newsroom at a TV station. And they were amazing about letting me learn every aspect of working at a TV station, not just writing in the newsroom, but producing audio, being on camera, running the camera, all of those different things. Um, And after I graduated, I freelanced with that station, and that led to a gig at a local radio station. I worked at that radio station for almost 10 years, writing and producing commercials and eventually DJing on the air when they needed me. So long story short, I had the background in writing, voice work, and audio production when I came to Ritter Insurance Marketing and suggested that if we wanted to do a podcast, I'd be more than happy to host it and produce it. A few months later, our creative team got the okay to go ahead with the podcast, which brings us to a very important point of our ASG podcast. Along with the right sound, there's also design. You need cover art, episode images, episode headers, images for social. Nick Smith is our graphic designer turned digital marketing specialist responsible for the look of our podcast. He did an amazing job of branding the podcast within the Agent Survival Guide brand, yet still giving it a distinct feel. So Nick, how did you go about creating the look of our podcast? Just trying to more or less source other podcasts creative, get an idea of what is going on in that, uh, in that space, and then try to link it visually to the actual Agent Survival Guide website. So bring in the, the teal tones, and obviously I worked hand-in-hand with yourself and your own <laughs> expertise, so uh, sort of came together through a series of channels, I suppose. 
did you have experience with this kind of branding before the uh, the brand within a brand or I guess a sub brand I should call it yeah I say this is my first experience with that that I'm aware of you see it often in fashion there might be like Marc Jacobs or Jacobs by Marc Jacobs if that's an example um, so more or less borrowing heavily from Asian survival guide and then um, just including the the podcast wording Zach, I think, actually created the, the the logo type or whatever you call it for podcast. So just merge those two things together and try to give it an aesthetic that uh, that brings it all together. Nick did a fantastic job of bringing it all together and then some. I am very lucky to work with him on a daily basis. He's got an incredibly fast turnaround time. He's a whiz at UTMs and SEO. And no, he's not available for hire. But he has done an outstanding job making the ASG podcast look visually stunning. So that brings us to the launch of the podcast. We launched on Wednesday, November 15th of 2017, launched the ASG podcast with 10 episodes to start. Now, here we are, 90 episodes later, plus a bunch of bonus content, and I've got to say the podcast has grown beyond what I thought it would do for our first year. My goal was 10,000 downloads by the end of year one. We have surpassed that by almost four times as many downloads. Um, It's been so neat to see the progress the podcast has made, but it's also been amazing to see what's happened with our Agent Survival Guide site as well over the past year. We've made quite a few changes since the beginning of 2017. Obviously, we have added loads of new content since then. We are approaching close to 175 posts on ASG, and those vary between articles and infographics. There are a few videos on our site as well, and this year... Our team has really knocked it out of the park with ebooks. We've published three of those this year the step by step guide to getting started in insurance sales, social media marketing for insurance agents, and our most recent edition, the complete guide on how to sell Medicare supplements. The content on our Agent Survival Guide site comes from an insanely smart team of talented writers with all sorts of different backgrounds. Roxanne Anderson, Blaine Waterloo, Lauren Hayden, Jeff Snyder, who writes our Medicare for Living blog, and our editor, who I still call chief, Chad Houck. He has been instrumental in the whole podcast process. He edits all of my edits, and without his help, I would have sentences replete with ellipses that would just go on and on and on. He has taught me that it's okay to ask questions and to look at difficult tasks, not as hard or impossible, but just challenging. He and his team work really hard to create amazing content for the site that then gets turned into audio content for our podcast. What is your favorite topic to write about for the Agent Survival Guide? Ooh, I recently actually just wrote an article about um, communication being one of the keys to client retention. I kind of prefer to write articles that are a little more kind of lifestyle tips. I wrote the article for wellness tips during insurance agents, almost tips that they apply to agents, but they can also be applied to kind of people in everyday life. I prefer those a little bit more than the Medicare intense ones. It's just a little more fun, a little more up my alley. So I enjoy writing those kinds of articles. Um, I think, so my probably favorite post, and it might just be because it's one that we 
um, I'm proud of and I think that it's helped a lot of people is our content around AHIP certification that we um, promote every kind of June when that when that new certification comes out. So we have a couple of things on that, both when it's available, um, frequently asked questions, and just in general kind of an overview of why you might need that and why it's helpful. Um, so we also kind of plan some more content for that for 2019 um, to help agents uh, go through that process and understand it. So it'll be more beneficial for them. Um, so I like that content, um, kind of those like things that you don't quite understand and you've always heard these terms, but we can put them into, into understandable things for you. Gosh, uh, anything involving like quick tips? Like, hey, you are going out on the town to try and uh, get an affinity partner or something like that. Here are just quick, fast things you can do right now. I think that's always fun. And that's, you know, what I enjoy to read. So it's always fun writing it as well. I always enjoyed writing about compliance. There's just something about the intricacies of rules and disclaimers. But one thing I love that we put together this year, uh, Roxanne Anderson, our senior copywriter, actually had a pretty big hand in this. We created a surviving AEP page with featured articles specific to each stage of preparing for annual enrollment. Right now, we've switched over to Ready, Set, Sell, and you'll find articles that offer helpful sales and marketing tips to use during AEP. In addition to that page, you know, we are constantly asking for feedback because we do make changes based on that feedback and your experience as a user. That means we tend to move things around, improve the layout, change a few buttons here and there. And when it comes to those emails that I mentioned earlier, we do still send out an email with new articles to our ASG subscribers. That newsletter goes out every other week now rather than every other month. So that gives you an idea of just how much we've ramped up production in the past year. If you've been on the site recently, you might have noticed that we also changed the navigation around a little bit. In the top navigation bar, there's a resources tab, which includes the link to our podcast page on ASG, in addition to our forum, guides, infographics, and information on Medicareful. You will also find links to contact us, the link to subscribe to our email newsletter, and there is also now a link to register with Ritter Insurance Marketing for when you make that decision that you are ready to take the next step and join an FMO. So that takes care of the past and the present, and even Charles Dickens would agree, the future is where we should go next. So let's talk about some of the things coming to the Agent Survival Guide in the future. More content. On the Agent Survival Guide site, we are going deeper with our content for 2019. And of course, being the curious person that I am, I had to ask about what's coming in 2019. Um, I think the, the main thing that we try and do is just stay, um, stay relevant with trending things. So um, one thing that I think a lot of people, we already kind of helped with this case uh, last year, you know, new Medicare cards came out and people, agents didn't necessarily understand them and consumers didn't. So we had posts on that and we explained those things. Um, one big thing that will come up in 2019 is just changes to Medicare supplements in beginning in 2020. So what that means for your portfolio, if you're a Medicare supplement agent, um, and also just in general, what that means for consumers. Um, if they are in those plans, do they get to keep plans F and plan C? 
um, with those Medicare supplement changes and what should agents do to prepare for that. That's one thing that we'll definitely be covering because it's a relevant thing that's happening now. Um, and just in general, more content um, regarding the things that prepare people for AEP, um, the certifications that you need, the things that you need to do to set up your portfolio, and then always marketing tips and stuff like that to get your um, yeah to get your business out there. More fun resources, uh, more educational um, ebooks are coming. Some more guides are coming. More infographics, as well as you know posts, but. Uh, just a lot more information is coming out and we're really analyzing um, the marketing, uh, the Medicare marketing guidelines and how can we organize information to the agents to help them better understand those guides as well as, you know, providing ebooks for them to have an opportunity to maybe learn about another aspect of insurance that they haven't thought about so they can build their portfolio and you know by building their portfolio they have um, they have all the carriers or they have all the products to better meet their consumer their customers or their clients needs what are you most excited about? Sure. Um, so one of the things I'm really excited about are pretty much all our ebooks and resources that we're putting on the Agent Survival Guide page. Um, if you click up top and go to the Guides page, um, we have lots of ebooks for you that will really help you out. And I'm hoping for next year that we're going to keep producing more and more to help increase your knowledge just a little bit. <laughs> So there are a lot of great things coming in 2019 that we are already starting to plan out. But of course, we also have ideas and plans for the Agent Survival Guide podcast. We added some new programming this summer with our social media training series, and I hope to continue adding new series like that to our programming in 2019. One of the things we would like to do is incorporate more interviews into the podcast, whether that's with different carriers or some of our more seasoned agents. We want to add that real-world perspective from agents like you because everyone has a story to tell and everyone sells a little differently. A few weeks ago, we brought you an interview between our company president and owner, Craig Ritter, and Lasso Healthcare president, Jim Handlin. I learned so much about medical savings accounts, and one thing I especially liked was that Craig and Jim dove right in there. They talked about the history of the product. So interesting to learn the background of a product, and I just felt like I had a really good understanding of MSAs by the end of that interview. Now, in order to be able to interview guests on the show, we need a little more equipment and a dedicated studio space. That is something that's coming in 2019, and I am so excited for that. We might just have to do a Facebook Live for that when we get to see the space for the first time, maybe even as I record the first episode in that space. For those of you who don't know about our current setup, we are split between three buildings here in Harrisburg. We will all be coming together under one roof in that new building that is going to house this new professional recording space. Super excited about that. I can't wait to show you that space and really be able to flex my creative muscles. 
Additionally, we have plans to adapt our Medicare Basics video series to the podcast, so be on the lookout for that. As of right now, I imagine those as quick, easily digestible mini-episodes on basic terms and things agents need to know day one. But again, the way those are packaged, what is included in that series could change and evolve into something completely different. I've mentioned that we are constantly brainstorming ideas, coming up with new projects. One thing I have been trying to get out there for a little while now, a news series with headlines that pertain to our industry. I'm not sure about the frequency of that series yet, and it's not going to be an editorial. It's just going to be the headlines that are most important for that week or two-week time period, with a couple of links to further articles that you can read at your leisure. Those episodes would cover industry news like mergers, carrier expansions, and pending legislation like the Medicaid expansion ballot initiatives that residents in, I believe, Idaho, Utah, Nebraska, and Montana voted on um, just earlier this week. We already do a little bit of this with our compliance news on the MCMG each summer and legislation that hits critical mass. A lot of that is housed on RitterIM.com. This would mean keeping closer tabs on health insurance industry news, bringing that over to Agent Survival Guide, and reporting that back here on the podcast on a regular basis. So we'll see how some of those ideas turn out. And I'm not the only one who has some ideas on where ASG could go in the future. Our team also had some great ideas and future plans for ASG. Um, Right now, I'm hoping that we can bring in some more video um, aspects to it maybe putting some trainings and things like that onto the page. Um, But right now, I mean, for next year, it's pretty much that video adding more more to that resource center. I would really like to see us tackle more mental health for agents because I know, especially during AEP, it can be a a hectic time and it can be very stressful and overwhelming. So I think, you know, we have a couple posts on how to handle that stress and anxiety, but I'd really like to delve in like activities you can do between sales or, you know, you have uh, this many apps to write, but you can do, you still can make time for X, Y, and Z. Videos. I think videos is probably one area that we can uh, expand upon. Um, One thing that I would like to see for the pod or for the for agent survival guide is possibly an app. Um, I know that's not necessarily on the site, but just uh, having it one click away at for an agent, you know, one click away, so an agent can retain get that information as quickly as possible. Also, get updates as podcasts or videos or articles are added to. Anything that's going to make it easier for the agent, I think, um, is where I see us moving. Um, But yeah, I think videos is probably that one area that I would like to see expanded. We've got some, we have some great talent and we have some great videos already. So I like to expand upon that. Yeah, I think the one thing that we don't take a ton of advantage of is just the engagement with our our agent base. Um, So trying to... Um, improve that kind of feedback and that back and forth so we can directly answer questions um, in, a, in a faster period um, that we can get responses to things and start conversations that uh, we might be missing out on now. So some more engagement um, possibilities is something that I look forward to, to implementing. 
Now, I certainly don't want to limit this conversation to just our staff. So if there is a topic you would like us to cover, if there's something I mentioned that you heard that made a light bulb go on, please let us know a question you want our team to tackle, a resource that you want to have out in the field that you don't currently have. Please leave a comment in iTunes or email it directly to me at sarah.rupel at ridderim.com. Think about what would you really like to know? What is it you want to see in 2019? What products do you want to learn more about? What strategies and tips would you like to hear more about? Now is the perfect time to start sending in your questions and requests so we can address them and get them on our production schedule as soon as possible. So again, my email is sarah with an H dot rupel, R-U-E-P-P-E-L at ridderim.com. And I will have a link to my email in the show notes so you can easily just click on that and send a request over to me right away. Now, in addition to asking the team here about all things Agent Survival Guide, I had to have a little fun. I asked them whether or not they listen to podcasts, how they listen, and what podcasts they listen to. Because what is a podcast celebration of any kind without a few good new podcasts to listen to? I know I found a bunch of new podcasts that I'm going to check out because almost everyone on our team listens to podcasts. And maybe I should have been surprised by that fact. Statistically, that's pretty amazing. But what actually surprised me the most in these interviews was the app of choice that most of our team chooses to listen to their podcasts on. Anything I listen to is usually on Spotify. Spotify. I would use Spotify or the podcast app itself. Joe Rogan Podcast has his own app. It's just the podcast. Yeah, Apple Podcast. I use Google Play or Google Podcasts. I use the just the Apple Podcast app. Um, I have an iPhone, so it's the most convenient for me. Mostly Spotify. Podcast app. Spotify. Probably the Podcast Addict app, I think is what it's called. But I might be switching soon if I get an iPhone. Apple Podcasts. Usually Spotify if I'm at work. Uh, typically Spotify. Spotify. So yeah, Spotify knocking it out of the park on our team. I mean, I listen on Apple Podcasts mostly. That's just sort of where I've always listened. Occasionally I listen on Podbean as well. But the majority of our team listens on Spotify. Um, Rox was one of our outliers. Uh, she told me a little bit about how she listens, and she does a good job of summing up the listening experience we have created on our Agent Survival Guide site. How do you listen? I just go on to the Agent Survival Guide, and I go to the podcast tab under resources and then just pick an episode. So it's easy to listen, either on the site, like how Rox listens on agentsurvivalguide.com, on Spotify, like our creative team here through Apple Podcasts, like me. Many different ways to listen. There are literally hundreds of apps and services out there. They're called podcatchers or podcast directories. And you can use those apps and sites to listen to podcasts. So since I was so surprised by the answers my team gave me, I would love it if you would let us know how you listen. It's easy enough to do that. You can comment when you give a review on iTunes and let us know which app you use. Are you Team Spotify? Team Overcast? 
Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. The list really does just go on and on, but we would love to learn more about how you're listening. And personally, I would love to see if the Spotify listening trend holds true. So please let us know exactly how you listen to our podcast. And now, as I mentioned earlier, what fun would this 100th episode celebration be without a couple of podcast recommendations? This is what our team is listening to, and we will have the link to all of these podcasts in our show notes so you can find out more about each one. I do. I listen to probably five to ten podcasts. I would say three more than any others. So one is called The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. It's a very weird cultish Sixers basketball podcast. Uh, They release two episodes a week during the season, and I love it. Uh, I also listen to The Ringer NBA Show, which is another basketball podcast. And um, probably the third one, well, I guess I listen to four. So the third one I listen to is called Every Little Thing. Um, And it's just like really weird. People call in and they ask questions, like really random stuff. And they find the answer to it for every little thing. Um, and I listened to a podcast called Stay Tuned with Preet Bharara, who was um, a, he was the district attorney for the Southern District of New York, who was fired by President Trump um, like a week into Trump's presidency. And he just talks with people about the world today, different issues. Um, and I find it very interesting. Um, and I also listen to Reply All, so five. But Reply All, they don't publish near enough. You listen to that too, right? Yeah. yeah. They don't publish, in my opinion, near enough. So I don't count them because it's like one episode every two months. Um, I don't think I, I – I like a lot of the TED Talks. Um, but uh, I think my favorite one was the one that you recommended was Rabbits, which – <laughs> I think I like binge listen to that from beginning to start in a single day. <laughs> George is no longer taking the podcast <laughs> recommendations for me. <laughs> yeah, Rabbits was one of my favorites, and I'm still waiting for season two on that one. So on a daily basis, I like to listen to the headlines and the news on my way in. So I typically listen to NPR for that, just a quick rundown of what's going on. And then I listen to The Daily from The New York Times with Michael Barbara for a deeper dive into one of uh, one of those headlines from NPR News usually. And that's what gets me going for my morning commute. I did find, as I was talking with our team members, that true crime is just as popular with them as it is with most avid podcast listeners. Which podcasts do you listen to? Ooh, I really like true crime podcasts, but I don't like to tell people that often. Um, My Favorite Murder is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, Currently, I've been listening to a lot of episodes from the She podcast with Jordan Dooley. It's kind of about how to be like a happy, healthy woman in today's society. So I've been enjoying that one a lot. Sure. Uh, My favorite of all time is My Favorite Murder. Uh, Karen and Georgia talk about 
a murder each, each week. And uh, they go through, they have such a big following and it's so much fun uh, to listen to each episode and find new catchphrases and see how the fans are reacting by creating different art for each episode. And uh, they've, they're going really strong right now. They have a book coming out, so it's created a huge cult following. Are there any other ones that you listen to that you'd like to... Uh... Oh, gosh. So, yeah, I just discovered uh, a new one a couple weeks ago. It's called Books in the Freezer. Uh, it is two women discussing genre fiction. Uh, and each week they have different recommendations. They cover a different subgenre of horror. And it's where I get a lot of my uh, to-be-read list. Um, the only podcast I really listen to is Gary Vee. Pretty much just helping out with business and keeping you pumped up uh lately i've been listening to a lot of word on fire which is bishop robert Barron out of california so i listen to his sermons uh weekly on a weekly basis um what else do i listen to that's been it recently honestly uh, i used to listen to tim ferris's podcast but that i think i listened to on his website directly and the art of manliness is another one i enjoy and or I used to listen to more so, but that was also on um, Spotify. Uh, generally speaking, um, so when I'm not at work, uh, I also do a lot of work freelance with uh, soccer, so that's sport. So I do a lot of listening to that sort of stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure you've had Blaine in here already, and uh, she's very into spooky stuff, and that's something we have in common. So we listen. Well, I listen to some some spooky stuff. Which is, you know, just often fun to listen to. Uh, Stuff You Should Know is also a really fun one because it's fairly random and, and fun to listen to. Um, really, it's, it's you know, some comedy podcasts. you got to have eclectic tastes to find that many podcasts that are good. Uh, probably Joe Rogan is the one I listen to the most. Interesting. Zach listens to that one, too. Yeah, I, th- I know a couple other people do here, too. Um... I've been binging, um, and that's why we drink. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what else. I've been listening to a lot of, like, ghost story podcasts because it's Halloween, but that's not what I normally listen to, like, on a regular basis. I've got, like, um, what is it called? I think it's called Overdue. Okay. Um, they, like, review books <laughs> that, like, are, like, really popular that you should have read by now. That um, sounds pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, I like kind of, like, those um, odd, like, um, not like radio dramas, but like those um, dramatized like fiction kind of like podcast. Okay, so <sighs> like King Falls AM, I think is one. I don't okay. know if anyone's heard of that, but me. <laughs> um, have you listened to Blackwood at all recently? It's new. It just came I think out I last heard week. of that. Um, no, I haven't listened to it yet. Did you listen to like Life After? That sounds familiar. I think I might might have. I listened to Sandra not that long ago. Sand- that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you listened to Rabbits? No. You might like Rabbits hmm. if you like Sandra. Sandra was good. I think there should be a second season of that coming. Is there? I was like, <laughs> I googled it right after I finished it to see if there's going to be a next one. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. <laughs> yeah. That was Steph, one of our graphic designers, and I can really relate to her because I enjoy listening to that exact same genre. 
Some of them are classified as horror, but I would say they've got more of a mystery or noir feel to them. And I love stories that have a little bit of a sci-fi feel to them as well. Um, Some of those that have really good storylines that have that sci-fi feel include Sandra, like Steph mentioned, Steal the Stars, The Message, Life After. Those are all really great fun fiction podcasts. Limetown and Blackwood are a little more mystery oriented. They're still classified as horror, but I think of them as more noir, maybe a little macabre, but not really horror. Both of those are actually putting out new episodes right now, so that's always fun to listen as a show is putting out new episodes. But I do have to admit, I enjoy binging a story from start to finish because then I don't have to wait between episodes. That's very hard to wait when the story is really good and you just want to dive into that next episode. Uh, It's actually the way I prefer to read books as well. I like to stay in the world. Once I'm immersed, I want to stay there. Definitely the same goes for my podcast listening habits. I also listen to Big Orange Couch. It's a 90s Nickelodeon podcast, and they talk about a lot of the TV shows that I watched when I was growing up and whether those shows still hold up. So that's always fun listening to some of those analyzations. We will have the links to all of the podcasts we mentioned in our show notes so you can check those out and add them to your listening library. I know that we mentioned a lot of information in this episode, especially a lot about what's coming up in the future, and I wanted to remind you, you can still be a part of that. We ask for your feedback all the time, and our schedule for next year is no different. So if you're wondering how to reach out, Matt Stelzer, our digital marketing team manager here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, he lets you know exactly how you can go about doing that. Well, um, what they could do is just reach out to us, send us an email, reach out to the podcast or really any any part of our website or anyone in the company give us some ideas and um, we'll try to make those come to life and really take those to heart. We really do take it to heart because at the end of the day, this podcast would not exist without you. There's really no agent survival guide without you, the agent. Uh, The manager of our creative team, Lisa Borowitz, who was instrumental in helping to get this podcast off the ground and running, just want to say thank you so much to her for getting this podcast going, approving all of the different proposals I put out there. And when I interviewed her, she had a message that she wanted to pass on to all of our agents. I'd just like to say thank you to all the agents, you know, for showing your support and, you know, listening to our podcast, going to the ASG website and uh, viewing our articles, downloading our ebooks, using our, our user guides. Um, we wouldn't be able to provide this content to you, the agents, if you guys weren't weren't engaging with it. So I just want to say thank you. And because of you, the agents, you've been able to make this 100 episode possible. Thank you. I would also like to say thank you so much for listening. I mention it a lot. I know I say it in just about every episode, but that is because it's so true. I appreciate the fact that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast because it's for agents like you, and we would not be here if you weren't listening. So thank you for taking the time to do that. 
The Agent Survival Guide is brought to you by Ritter Insurance Marketing. And if you'd like to learn more about our FMO, visit the show notes for links to our site, our social pages, and all of the pertinent information we mentioned in this episode, including our team's podcast recommendations. Gotta let us have a little fun with this. If you like our show, please subscribe to our feed. Some apps call it following. It's a great way to show your support for the podcast. Another great way is to rate and review the Agent Survival Guide podcast on iTunes. If you don't want to fill out a review, you don't have to. You can just click on the stars. But if you do leave a review, we read them. We will give you a shout out on the air. And if you have a question or feedback, we will definitely get back to you with an answer. So please follow, subscribe, like, rate, review, keep listening. We have so many exciting episodes planned for the rest of this year and in the coming year. So stay tuned. There is more coming from the Agent Survival Guide podcast. Thanks for listening. 